What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Niners Nation podcast. I am Rob Stats Guerrera here with you with a very special guest. I know a lot of you were fired up to see Trey Lance at number 31 on Chris Sims quarterback rankings. So I thought I'd call my good friend Chris Sims to have him come on the show. Chris, thanks for the time. Oh, anytime, Stats. Always glad to do it. You know, um, not easy doing these quarterback rankings. Trey Lance was certainly one of the harder ones to do, really. You know, I, there's a lot of things I like, but there's questions I have, obviously. And that's why I made him 31. But, you know, all is good. And it's good to see you, man. It's been a long time. I don't know why you got that one book behind you, that Mike <laughs> Florio Playmakers one. What yeah. are you doing with that piece of crap? Jeez. It was very important to me that I get a copy of the book without paying for it, which I did. And yeah. it was very important to the author of that book that it be prominently displayed in the background. So there you go. Okay, good. Glad you took care of him. That's good. And glad you didn't spend one cent on that book. Good good job by you. Way to be a good businessman. <laughs> it was an excellent book. I recommend people go get it. Just not me after you produced the guy for five years. Um, <laughs> so I want to first state this because I thought that it was you did it on Twitter and people I think missed this. But your quarterback countdown is not about potential. It's not about how good a quarterback has been. And it's not about how good the team is around him. It is simply a snapshot of where this individual player is at this moment. Yes, exactly right. We're talking about right now. You know, listen, is there a little projection and, and potential involved in this? Yeah. I mean, of course there is a little bit. Definitely. I mean, the, you know, this is what I do. This is I'm here to try to tell you these things. I'm the guy that's been trying to tell everybody that Matt Stafford was a top 10 quarterback for the last five or six years and that the team was the problem. I was also the guy that trying to tell you Jared Goff wasn't a top five quarterback just because his team was going to the Super Bowl with the Rams. So, you know, again, you know, not that I'm sitting here saying I'm the Holy Grail or whatever I say, right in stone. But, you know, I love this. I'm invested in it. I work hard at it. I study it hard. You know, when I do this list, I mean, it drives me crazy. It's nitpicky, especially here towards the end of the list. Guys are very close together and all that. But basically, yeah, this is like my 40 quarterback depth chart. And everybody is playing on the same football team. And it's and the offense is like, it's just, hey, here's the same team. We're all got an offense that's got all the basics in the NFL. And that's what it is. And now here's the pecking order off of that. Do I have to go on potential and things like that to a degree here and there? Certainly. Yeah, I do at some times and make have a little bit of a projection. But my experience and study, is, you know, I back it up with facts behind that, too. I don't just go, well, I think he's got a strong arm, so I'm projecting him to be a top 10 guy this year. No, there's it's nuanced and there's a lot, a lot of stuff that goes into this. Let's start with the positive stuff on Lance. I feel like a lot of 49er fans are very sensitive about him. I'm pretty sensitive about him, too. Obviously, I sure. want him to work out. Um, when I watch him, and granted, it's only been 10 quarters, but, I mean, he he has the arm to make any throw on the field, flick of the wrist type throws, off balance, off platform. The arm, like, every area of the field is available to him, and that wasn't the case with Jimmy Garoppolo. No, 100%. You're 100% right about that. And that's where I even go like, no, just go Trey Lance as your starter. You know, you hope he can grow and become more po polished and better at some of the quarterback things. But, you know, his skill set itself and, you know, where I think people are look at it and go the potential. Yeah, I, I understand it. The arm is really strong. Like it's, 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 he can, he can throw the ball 70 plus yards in the air and he could throw the ball through a brick wall. He definitely can do that. But that doesn't always, you know, mean everything. I, you know me, I'm all about arm strength. But 
like, I mean, are we talking like, you know, Rohan Davey or Jamarcus Russell arm strength where they can't hit the broad side of the barn sometimes? Well, then I don't really care about that arm strength. Great. I mean, he could throw it hard to nobody. Wow. Way to go. <laughs> so you know, there's some nuance into that. But yes, as far as what you're specifically saying, there's not going to be a play in the playbook that they're going to have to worry about. Oh, Lance can't reach that guy. In fact, he's going to open up the playbook in ways because Shanahan's going to go, wait, I can do Debo Samuel post corner post, you know, 60 yards down the field where Jimmy Garoppolo can't do some of that stuff. So that's the that's the positives parts as far as the arm strength is concerned. But that also comes with some context to go along with it. Yes, I want to get to the accuracy in a little bit. Um, the other thing that I liked from him is when he drops back and he has to extend the play a little bit, it doesn't look like to me he's looking to run. He is looking to me to pass up until the moment where he it is just not there and he only runs when he has to. Did you get that same feeling? I Yes, I did. I, I think he is a guy that is looking to throw the ball and strike with his arm talent down the football field. I think he's smart enough to know you know, he's not going to make a living running all the time in the NFL. It's just, it's it's too hard, as he saw in the first game he ever started. I mean, he hurt his knee, running around too much, trying to take on Isaiah Simmons, right, at the one-yard line. So, yes, I do think he is a throw-first quarterback. I do think he wants to be that. Yeah, were there times this year where maybe he relied on his leg? Yes, well, he's a rookie, and he's just trying to make do or whatever else. But I think he does realize, like, the really good ones in football – Josh Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers in his prime. What did they do? We we used to talk about this a lot, stats, right? Buy time to then, okay, get out of the pocket and manipulate coverage with their eyes, and now they can hit a 30- or 40-yard gain with their big arm. And Lance does have some of the potential to do that, no doubt about it. From everything I've seen and read, the number one thing that Kyle and the 49ers liked about Lance is actually his intelligence. It's the right. stuff from the neck up that he had a lot of responsibility at North Dakota State. Check or, uh, you know, reading the defense before the play, kill plays, options before the snap, all of that stuff. I know in your analysis, one of the things you said was you felt like you haven't got to see that on the field yet. Do you think that that is there with Trey? I hope so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is one of my questions coming out in the draft, too. Like, you know, I, I've heard the things that you're talking about with the 49ers and what they say about the brains and all that. And I, I'm, I'm sure they're right. I, I don't you know, I'm not going to disagree with Shanahan and Lynch. You know, they know more of that than me. But that's all like pre-snap stuff. The, the, to me, there's a, there's a difference there. OK, great. Yeah, you gave him a few plays and he gets in the right check and all that. I, that's, I'm not worried about that. I, I know he can do that. I know that. I, I, I always knew he could do that. What I'm worried about is, like, can he get off the right, the first receiver and get to the second and third one quick enough, or is he going to stand on that first one forever and just go, wait, he's going to be open. I'm going to throw it as hard as I can in this window. It's that. It's that that you didn't see at North Dakota State that, you know, is still a question to me. I mean, again, it's a guy that never ran the two-minute drill in college. There was a yep. lot of games his last year, as you saw, where he threw the ball 15, 16 times, and it was like the most basic of throwing plays. So it's not the pre-snap and all that. I get it. It's the now the snap has gone, and he's going to be able to process all the information and play within the pocket and make the appropriate throw and put it all together the right way there. That's the part I still question. Do you think that, 
how, let me ask it this way. How often do coaches get that wrong? Like, Hey, we think this guy has the intelligence to play the position and then it turns out they're wrong. Or do you think that most of the time that coaches can tell that, or is it more of a kind of something you find out after you've drafted the guy? I, I think you could tell to a degree. I think you could tell to a degree. You can give them all the psychological tests and all that, all you want, but I don't think you can really know, wait, how is the guy really going to process NFL football, speed of the game, the amount of plays, the tight windows and all of that until it really happens. Uh, that to me. So, you know, you can have a good feel and a hope and all of that. But I, I do think that at quarterback more than any other position, quarterback, you can't practice it. It's hard to emulate it. It's, it's, there's really no such thing that emulates quarterback playing in the game. Until you get in a game with 70,000 fans yelling and that actually the defense ends can actually rip your head off and you're not wearing a red jersey in practice, you know, that's the only way you're going to really know as far as, okay, what's the guy's you know mental makeup on the football field? All right, let's go to some of the negatives now. I know your biggest question was accuracy. Um, I want to push back a little. I do agree that there there weren't a ton of easy throws, like just drop sure. back, throw the ball, receiver makes a regular catch, and we get yeah. on with our lives. Right. right. Um, I think that maybe some of that was that he was late seeing some of the stuff on the field, so then he was like, oh, shit. now I got to whiz it in here to get it in. Right. I, I don't disagree with you there either, but some of those where I go, well, what's so late to see though? What it, it's a 10 yard out route and you knew you were going to throw the ball there all along. Why did the guy have to fall to the ground and put his hand underneath the ball to catch it? You know, it's, it's some of that, or wait, it's a slant route to the right. It's a rhythm throw. You have should, you just should have thrown this a million times in college and everybody to have a feel to just go, wait, there's the window zoom, you know? You know, I, I didn't see like Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. They didn't, they didn't like struggle in that, in that area. They had their struggles. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, but be, so that's, that's where I worry a little bit, you know, the throwing, the arm is very strong, like you said, but diversity in clubs, right? Let's just use that as an example. You know, yeah, he got the driver. He can hit it 350 down the middle of the fairway at times. Right. But we know it can go off the fairway and be a little bit of everywhere. But every every throw is the driver is what I'm saying. There's never a pitching wedge. There's never a sand wedge. You know, there's not great touch or anticipation on any throws. And then because of the the arm strength itself, too. You know, sometimes when I feel like he does step on the gas, he loses control of the football. So that's where, again, like I know I I, I want to, hey, potential and give them a bump and all these type of things because I've done that to guys in the past. People thought I was crazy. I made my homes in the 20s the year before he was a starter, right? And I was like, well, I know this guy and I've, you know, I've seen some things and no, and I'm going <laughs> to put him up there a little bit. I'm sorry. That's why he was my number one quarterback coming out in the draft that year. But people thought I was crazy for that. And what I came back to is like, oh, man, I didn't bump him up enough there. But I didn't have questions about some of the things I have questions with with Trey Lance. That's where it's a little different. And, you know, one, the, the pure throwing mechanics stats, they scare me. I, I don't love his motion. I've not seen a ton of quarterbacks ever really be successful with that motion. So that scares me a little bit. The ball itself does not spiral nicely at times. He throws it way too hard and inappropriate at times. And, you know, you talked about earlier, I didn't want to cut you off earlier, like you saw the arm, he can make all the throws. 
you know, flick of the wrist. I would go, no, 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 no. I, we, strong arm can make all the throws. Flick of the wrist, negative ghost rider. I've never saw any flick of the wrist throw ever. Everything's a long, deliberate windup. So there's no flick of the wrist. And then throwing on the run to me was not all that special either. So there's just questions I have. If he puts it all together, we're talking about a guy with special, special ability. But to me, for my money, it's a little too few and far between, and I don't have enough evidence to go, ooh, it's about to come all together right now. A lot of the evidence of where we go, ooh, it's coming together or I like this, I want to go, um, no, that was a Kyle Shanahan special right there. He was wide open or that was a great play. You know, again, Kyle Shanahan made us think Nick Mullins might be a starting quarterback in football at one point. Let's not forget. No, he never made me think that. I'll tell well, you that. Me neither. <laughs> but, you know, he was setting records his first 10 right. starts, like the best those, quarterback I've ever seen in football. Those aren't going away, though. Kyle will nope. still be there to call those for Trey. You're right. They were, you're right. You're, they're still going to be there. And that's Thank where God. that's where I'm I'm one that's sitting here and go, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Trey Lance right now. Yes. Mm. But, but, but. That doesn't mean he's the best guy for your team or the best for your ultimate potential of your team when it's all said and done. And I think that's what they see in San Francisco, and that's what they're looking at, and they're going to go some of the things I said earlier. His arm, his athletic ability is going to give us some different schematical advantages. It's going to open up the field a little bit. And, yeah, we might miss some completions and things we don't like, and, damn, we wish he was a little bit better. But that's why you got to throw him out there and then just hope he can get better at that to where we get to December, we start to go, whoa, Trey Lance on the money, perfect throw, good decision. And then you add the Shanahan special and stuff. You're talking about stats, and then we go, oh, shit, the 49ers are about to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think, the, I think some of the frustration from 49ers fans is like Lawrence, Wilson, Fields. There was a lot of scary things on tape for those players, too, but we don't hear reports of, of people questioning them because right. there's nobody else on the roster, right? There's no other quarterback to turn to, whereas the Niners still have Jimmy. It, well, yeah, sh sure. And, and stats, the 49ers have the best team in football. I mean, they're, it's, they're, they're, they're a Super Bowl team. If you have a quarterback that's top 15 in the league, you're in the Super Bowl last year and probably win it. I, the, 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 sorry, that's just the way it is, 49er fans. You know, in fact, that would have been your second Super Bowl. If you had a top 15, top 10-ish quarterback. So I don't know any other way to say it that way. Now, to get back to the comparisons and all that, yes, they didn't have the support system, nor did they have Kyle Shanahan. And I think some of these people making these judgments, I'm not sure how closely they looked at things. Zach Wilson was like really good at the end of the year. Like outperformed Tom Brady in a regular season game, made some eye-popping plays and had some games where you went, whoa. Trevor Lawrence was a little all over the place, but he certainly had some moments too. And so did Justin Fields, you know? So again, it's, it's, it's tough. I get it. It's nitpicky. These guys aren't that much farther up the, the list than Trey Lance. I got my questions about them too. I get that. But I guess what I'm telling you is I have a few less questions about them than I do with Trey Lance right now at this point. And that's look 10 quarters in that's totally fair. Um, I think that people forget, you know, they look at Malik Willis as like this huge project. Yeah. Malik Willis has 300 more passes in college than Trey Lance does. Like that, if you took, you. if right. you took all the passes that Lance threw in high school and college and the pros, 
he's still 116 passes behind Malik Willis. Like, that's how raw this kid is. Exactly right. And that's exactly right. And I see some of that rawness on film and some of that stuff. That's where I'm just, I'm a little not sure. I'm not sure all of it can be fixed. And that's, and again, stats, you know me. If I'm wrong and I end up being wrong, this isn't personal to Trey Lance. I'm rooting for Of course for not. I root for the 49ers. What does everybody think? I mean, yes, I root for the 49ers. So I'm not rooting against it, but I'm not going to lie and go against my own thoughts and things that I've evaluated my whole life just because, oh, my friend's the coach of the 49ers and one of my ex-teammates is the GM. So I'm going to lie between my teeth all the time and tell everybody how awesome the guy is just because of that. I'm not. I'm sure my friends over there in San Francisco don't like me and some of the things I say. I'm probably making life harder on them. I mean, I'm, but, but it, it's what I believe it's, it's what I've studied. And, you know, again, that's what I said. I just, some of these things with him, I are not easy fixes and I got to see it a little bit. And then you add into some of my mechanical questions, you know, appropriate ball, you know, losing control of the ball and then lack of actual video evidence and reps of all of it together. Yeah, that leads me just to have these questions right now into why I just couldn't put them, you know, I couldn't put them any higher than where I had them. Last question. Of all the issues that you have with Lance, yeah, which one do you think is most likely to get fixed this year? Oh, I think the one that's, I, I'm, I'm hoping is the appropriate ball is the one that most likely gets fixed where, you know, I know there was a lot like you'll remember in the preseason last year, right? There was the drops and people talking about that, right? And, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, hey, yeah, Lance could be a little bit more accurate, accurate, but these receivers could help him too. And I'm not trying to make excuses for the receivers. They could help him. But at the same time, you've been watching football for a long time. There was a lot of those plays where I go, whoa, that guy is seven feet from Trey Lance and he threw the ball <laughs> 112 miles per hour. Like, yes, it was on target, but like there's not a lot of receivers or humans on earth that are going to be able to catch that in the middle of a field with people flying and trying to rip their head off. So that's where that's got to improve. And I would think that will, you know, some of that's nerves. And like you said, not knowing exactly. So let me just throw it hard and get it out of my hand. And, and it's just a way to where this year, I think he'll realize like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't need to throw the, the, the heater here. Let me throw the change up. He's open across the middle. Let me throw a change up more accurate. Let him run and catch after the ball and do all that. But even within that, okay. I do even question it because the motion does not necessarily tell me it's going to get fixed. So that's where I don't mean to be a jerk. I'm just telling you me, Johnny quarterback guy over here, that that's my concern. I don't know. You see the motion. I'm going to line up for you and your viewers here. You know, you see it. He dips down like that, right? And then the ball drops and then it comes way over the top and he goes like this after he throws like it's like a whip. And I've, I've never seen anybody throw the ball that way, really. So that's, again, just some of my questions. And I know I sound like a jerk and overcritical, <laughs> but I'm just trying to keep it real with everybody and try to give everybody a little nuance on at least my thought there. He's very Jeff Garcia. He reminds me of Jeff Garcia, like the way he's bouncy in the pocket with there. his feet. There is something a little bit to that. You're right. There's no doubt. Now, he's a really good athlete. I know he works hard, all of that. And... uh you know, hopefully he can fix some of those issues with the throwing motion and and really just become more of a machine, a little more consistent. Hopefully uh, things will start to look a little different here. OTAs get underway this week. 
Chris Sims, everybody. You can see him on Pro Football Talk Live, Football Night in America, and of course, the Sims Unbuttoned podcast. Chris, thank you very much for the time. Anytime, Sats. I still like the Niners, and don't hate me, everybody out there, okay? I mean, I, I'm, I'm rooting for Trey Lance. I'm just trying to keep it real with my evaluations. We'll see. Hopefully, I'm wrong for his sake and the 49ers' sake. Thanks again to Chris Sims. Always nice to catch up with an old friend again. Uh, I know a lot of you probably think that that was overly critical or negative on Lance. I thought it was honest. Uh, I do think that some of the things he mentioned are going to look better. I think Lance is going to show more touch this season. I really do think he's just going to be more comfortable, and that's going to straighten some things out. The stuff about the throwing motion is real, though. When you watch him throw, you can see it's a little long and loopy. I'm really, really interested to see if that looks different after an offseason of work. Has Trey tightened it up at all? Because if he has, I think that'll solve a lot of the issues, too, that some people are talking about. I don't worry about him being able to process stuff. I really don't. To me, I thought I saw him go through film and go through reads on film sometimes. I think that's going to be fine. He just needs the reps. If you have any thoughts, please leave us a comment, leave us a rating and a review. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Plenty more to come this week. As always, rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. You leave a review, we will read it on the show. Enjoy your Monday, everybody. Yeah.